Good morning. Welcome into the Morning Market Preview for the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen reporting. It is Monday, December 5th, 2022. It is 7.05 a.m. Central Time as I am speaking. Let's take a look at the market trade, the overnight session in the grains. First, give you an idea of how things are setting up here to start the week. We see that grains mostly quietly higher in the overnight trade. We see soybeans are the upside leader up moderately with a little bit of strength in bean meal. Bean oil is just kind of mixed with corn up one to two for the most part. Wheat features mixed right around the unchanged mark as well. Crude oil up a little over $2 a barrel in the overnight trade, just above the 82 handle, while the stock market is under a little pressure. S&P down 19, NASDAQ down 47, the Dow Jones down 141. Now, we are watching a few different items here in the trade, including China's stock market on the rise, trading higher. As the Wall Street Journal reported, Chinese authorities are easing COVID restrictions in response to last week's protests. We see as well, we're watching South American weather. Seven-day forecast, mostly dry for Argentina, Paraguay, and Uruguay, but more favorable for Brazil, which has been the case here throughout much of their spring planting season. Northern Argentina is expecting triple-digit temperatures here this week. That is something to keep our eyes on. The Rosario Grain Exchange said that, quote, a lack of water and high temperatures in recent weeks left numerous soybean fields in critical condition, and they're now estimating the soybean crop at 48 million metric tons versus USDA's 49. Now, also, the Rosario Exchange said it's likely that Argentina will run out of wheat exports relatively quickly, so that's something to keep an eye on. Ukraine exports are still open, but Russian inspections are delaying grain movement. Wheat exports are down 20% in the month of November. And India's wheat area is up 6% year over year. So still watching some tight supplies issues with the wheat crop. However, we see here U.S. futures uh, did take a hit last week. March Chicago wheat fell to 761 Friday, near the August low of 760 and a quarter, and not too far from the 2022 low of 748 and three quarters. Also, March corn fell to a new three-month low on Friday, 646 and a quarter, as traders grow weary of this year's slow start of export sales and have concerns about future ethanol demand. Even with reports of weakening basis in the Western Corn Belt, though, DTN's national basis for quarter is 14 cents above the March contract, which is still the strongest level in over 20 years. On China's Dalian Exchange in the overnight trade, January corn down 0.3%, January soybeans down 0.4%, January bean meal down 0.5%, January soybean oil down 0.3%, February Malaysia palm oil trading up 0.3%. A few overnight market numbers. March cord up one and a quarter, 647 and a half. March soybeans, seven and a half higher, 1454. January bean meal up $1.60 a ton, 42570. January bean oil up 18 points, 6540. Chicago wheat March, two and a quarter higher, 763 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up two at 872 and three quarters. And Minneapolis spring wheat for March up a half penny overnight, 921 and three quarters. I'll preview Monday's livestock trade right after this. Coming up on December 12th to 13th is the two-day virtual DTN Ag Summit. Joining us now is Katie Dellinger, Farm Business Editor at DTN. Katie, first off, tell us a little about who is all scheduled to speak and present during the DTN Ag Summit. You know, we've got a really interesting lineup this year. I'm really excited for it. We're going to be kicking it off with Gary Halverson. He's the Senior VP of Customer Engagement at CHS. And he's going to speak with us a bit about how CHS and other large agricultural companies have been forced to pivot given these global supply chain issues 
as you know, policy has also been a really big focus this year, and we're moving into another farm bill year. So we're going to have two farm bill veterans on our program, former Representative Colin Peterson and former Senator Pat Roberts will be joining us together to share their insights as to what it's going to take to get a farm bill across the finish line this year, given the nature of Congress we have and what's going on in agriculture. Neither of those gentlemen are serving or working on this farm bill. So they've got a really good sort of what I call the inside out perspective. They've done it many times together and they're going to give it some perspective from not being in Congress. Well, Katie, I know in years past, this event has been in Chicago this year. It is virtual. How could folks learn more and get signed up online? You know, if you log on to dtn.com backslash Ag Summit, it has all of the registration details. We've got a really innovative platform for this event this year. So farmers will be able to watch the live stream, see the chat, do everything pretty in an interactive basis. We're going to have some fun elements to it too. We decided to go virtual this year, largely due to the responses we got from our attendees. And they really like the ability to attend from their farm or their home or wherever they were to really Really get the content they needed. That's Kitty Dellinger, farm business editor at DTN. Get signed up for the DTN Ag Summit December 12th through the 13th online at dtn.com backslash ag summit. Well, looking at Monday's livestock trade, the outside markets could have an influence here to start the week. We take a look at last week's cattle trade. Southern cattle could not squeeze out any higher cash with prices at a 155 and steady with the previous week. Northern dress cattle traded upwards of $4 higher, but it failed to light a fire under the trade. December live cattle features were only up 27 cents for the week. Traders seem to be very cautious over putting too much premium in this market. And this probably will carry over here into Monday trade, with trade likely choppy as traders wait for show list, box beef prices, and cash to determine direction. Now, the bullishness of steady to higher cash was offset by somewhat lackluster box beef prices. Choice cuts were 365 lower, with select cuts down 44 cents. There remains concern that demand will slow through the end of the year, which may impact cash cattle trade. The commitment of traders report showed funds as sellers of 2,105 futures contracts, reducing their net long position to 58,745 contracts. Also Monday, first notice day for December live cattle. Hog Features put in a strong day in February, April, and May contracts at Friday with triple-digit gains and closing not far off the recent high of November 17th. Exception, though, was front month December. It has one and a half weeks remaining to trade. It will need to remain close to the index that was projected at $82.87 with Features right in line. A gain of 242 in cutouts likely provided support for Futures as the outlook for demand may be improving. However, support did not come from cash as the National Direct Afternoon Hong Report showed a decline of $3.04. The commitment of traders' report showed heavy selling. Long features liquidated to the tune of 12,929 contracts. This moved the net long positions to 38,818 contracts. This likely flip-flopped last week, which we will see on the next report. We expect cash cattle and hog trade to be steady with futures mixed to higher in hogs. That is your morning market preview for Monday, December 5th. I'm Jesse Allen reporting.